Polycystic Ovarian Syndrome, or PCOS for short, affects approximately 5 to 13% of women in the general population. And although previous research has shown its link to adverse cardiovascular risks later in life, a new study has revealed that PCOS can increase the risk of cardiovascular complications during childbirth. So what do these findings mean when it comes to caring for pregnant patients with PCOS? Welcome to Heart Matters on ReachMD. I'm Dr. Hector Chapa, and joining me today to discuss these new findings is returning guest Dr. Erin Mikos, who's the Director of Women's Cardiovascular Health and Associate Professor of Medicine at Johns Hopkins School of Medicine. She's also the lead author of this brand new study, which was published in the Journal of the American Heart Association. Dr. Mikos, it's good to have you again, so welcome back to the program. Oh, thank you again for having me back on your show. Very, very important topic, of course, in gynecology, but now it's made its way into obstetrics. So let's start with some background. Dr. Mikos, can you tell us why this study was designed? Yes. So as you know, that polycystic ovary syndrome is associated with a number of cardiometabolic abnormalities, such as hyperandrogenism, insulin resistance, dyslipidemia, elevated blood pressure, and elevated body mass index. And this has been associated with sort of long-term cardiovascular complications. And it had been known that PCOS is also associated with gestational diabetes. It really wasn't clear whether there was associated with acute cardiovascular complications you know, at delivery and peripartum. And so that's what we investigated in, in this study. So we use a national data from the national inpatient sample. This is a data set that's managed by the Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality through a federal state industry partnership called the Healthcare Cost and Utilization Project. So this data is weighted to be nationally representative of the U.S. population. And we use data from 2002 to 2019. So that's 17 years. And we use ICD codes to identify hospitalizations associated with delivery and that had a PCOS diagnosis. And we identified over 71 million delivery hospitalizations over the 17 years. And about 0.3% of these women had a diagnosis of PCOS, which is about 200,000 women. And so what we showed is that over the 17-year period, both PCOS and obesity prevalence is increasing. This may not be surprising, women with PCOS um, had more cardiometabolic abnormalities, such as diabetes, obesity, and dyslipidemia. And we also uh, confirmed that even after we adjusted for age, race, ethnicity, you know, other comorbidities, health problems, you know, insurance, social economic status, a number of covariates, we found that PCOS was an independent predictor of many cardiovascular complications. So it was associated with preeclampsia, that had been shown before, but we also showed that it was associated with a 79% increased risk of peripartum cardiomyopathy, it was associated as 80% increased risk for heart failure, about an 80% increased risk for venous thromboembolism compared to women without PCOS. And we also showed that PCOS was associated with acute cardiovascular complications during this delivery hospitalization, even independent of preeclampsia risk. So even women who didn't develop preeclampsia, having a history of PCOS was still associated with some of these bad outcomes. 
touched on something that I really do want to go over again, especially for those in, uh, like me in OBGYN. Because as you've already stated, we've already had the link between PCOS and cardiovascular risk factors later in life. And we've known that PCOS can affect antepartum care with issues like you've discussed, gestational diabetes and hypertensive disorders. But what exactly did the study find in between PCOS and these cardiovascular complications intrapartum during childbirth itself? I think a lot of you know women with PCOS, they're concerned with sort of the immediate more complications like acne and hirsutism and gain in infertility and have difficulty becoming pregnant because of the anovulatory effects of PCOS from the hyperandrogenism. But once they become pregnant, it's also important to note that they're also at increased risk of these cardiovascular complications during their delivery. And so this imply that these patients need particular closer attention during pregnancy and delivery. Also, what's really important, I think, is also the handoff of what happens after delivery, the handoff of care between OB and primary care and potentially cardiology, because these women do have increased risk of future cardiovascular disease. And so the the risk doesn't really just end at a delivery. And it's important that get follow-up and screening and treatment for the risk factors. You know, about half of women with PCOS end up developing type 2 diabetes. So it's, you know, important that glucose is monitored uh, postpartum. And, you know, after delivery, you know that lifestyle management is a really important part of modifying uh, cardiovascular risk associated with PCOS. It's important to screen for cardiovascular risk factors and treat if they're present and implement healthy lifestyle changes which include diet and physical activity. But after delivery and after lactation's done, other emergence therapies like GLP-1 receptor agonists may be also really helpful in this population because of the insulin resistance. It's important that these women get particular attention, not only for conception, because to optimize women's cardiovascular health before, during, and after pregnancy, prevent these cardiovascular complications. Well, what a great review and great summary of the clinical implications of PCOS. For those just joining us, you're listening to Heart Matters on ReachMD. I'm Dr. Hector Chapa, and I'm speaking with Dr. Aaron Mikos, discussing new clinical findings on PCOS-related cardiovascular complications during delivery. Now, Dr. Mikos, what strategies should we be using across our related specialties of cardiology, cardioobstetrics, and of course, maternal fetal medicine to optimize outcomes for our patients during pregnancy and delivery affected by PCOS? Yes. So, you know, our study stresses the importance of optimizing cardiovascular health of women with PCOS before, during, and after pregnancy to prevent these adverse cardiovascular complications. As I mentioned earlier, both PCOS and obesity prevalence are on the rise over the 17-year period. This reflects other national trends of declining cardiovascular health of young adults, including reproductive age women. So there's much work that needs to be done at the, you know, individual healthcare societal level to really revamp how prevention efforts are delivered in the U.S. to really um, reverse these worrisome trends. You know, as you know, one of the biggest risk factors for having an adverse pregnancy outcome like preeclampsia is to start pregnancy with cardiometabolic risk factors like obesity or uh, diabetes or chronic hypertension. So we really want to optimize these women's health or pregnancy. But then during pregnancy to monitor them closely because of the increased risk for gestational diabetes and preeclampsia 
preeclampsia, aspirin for preeclampsia prevention in women that are at high risk for preeclampsia or multiple risk factors. It's not been established whether this applies to PCOS directly or not, but many uh, women with PCOS do have many of these other um, risk factors for preeclampsia. So aspirin might be consideration during pregnancy for preeclampsia prevention. And then we talked about the the handoff, which is so important for long-term complications down the line. The underpinning of PCOS, we really think is insulin resistance. It's really important that women patients are, are given the support to be able to implement these lifestyle changes. And now that we come to a close, Archimikos, are there any other insights that you'd like to share with our audience today? So around the same time as I published this study, did publish another study in the journal Women's Health. It was a meta-analysis of women with PCOS, not pregnant, but looking at the uh, association with coronary artery calcium, which is a marker of atherosclerosis. And meta-analysis that included over 2,000 participants, we showed that women with PCOS were about a two-fold increased risk of having a both prevalent and incident coronary artery calcium. So again, this is a marker suggesting that compared to other BMI, match control women and women with PCOS are more likely to have atherosclerosis. You know, as a cardiologist or as a primary care doctor, when we're thinking of, of seeing these patients in our clinic later in life, after the age of 40, um, coronary artery calcium scores may be a helpful marker to identify women who might be at increased risk, who might benefit from other preventive therapies such as statins. Well, those are all certainly very important findings and good clinical insights for our patients with PCOS, affecting obstetrics, not simply gynecology and women's health. And I want to thank my guest, Dr. Erin Mikos, for sharing these findings and their implications. Dr. Mikos, it's always a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you again for having me on your show today. Important research, so no, thank you. For ReachMD, I'm Dr. Hector Chapa. To access this and other episodes in our series, visit reachmd.com slash heartmatters, where you can be part of the knowledge. Thanks for listening.